rolling. Yes, yes, indeed. Welcome to the inaugural. Is that the right word? Inaugural. 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 <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Broad Street Take Breakdown two. Radio. <laughs> my name is Vinny Paz. Box Cutter Pazzy. I am with my co-host OG Gavin. Yo yo. I am with our mediator. Is that a good word for him? Mascot. Mascot. <laughs> Pablo. Instigator. Sicko is in the building. Three of us original super regular records. Gentlemen, OG Gavin grew up, my OG. We've decided to bring you all a podcast. Uh, this week we'll particularly be uh, discussing our top three punk rock albums of all time, which we haven't discussed, is whether or not we think these are the greatest of all time or our personal favorites. Did we discuss that at all? No. I think um, we're just doing personal favorite, I feel like. I feel like mine is... Uh, well, yeah, maybe that's why we'll have some honorable mentions because there might be records I like better than what are on my list, but these are what I think are milestones to the culture. Um, so you went more an important route. I think I did, yeah. Well... Of the t two of the three, or I'm not sure. We're, we're going to get to that. Pablo, was yours more uh, importance to punk rock culture or, or the the scene, at, or was it more... Uh, it swayed back and forth. It swayed really back did. and forth. All right. The other hey, thing oh. that I struggled with... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, another thing I wanted to bring it up early... <laughs> I wanted to bring up early uh, whether or not... There is a, there's, this is off to a fucking bad start. Whether or not there's a distinction of, uh, between for us, punk rock and hardcore, because I did make that distinction. That was I, my problem with a okay, lot of it. Okay, for me. We probably should have had a meaning beforehand. Yeah, well, that this is why this, right. we don't know what we're doing. Exactly. For me personally. <laughs> better to figure it out than yeah, on air. Than on air. Uh, <laughs> I can say, well, we can, we can build on this as it goes on and say whether or not we did that or not. Because okay. I, I definitely didn't think, oh, well, what are my favorite hardcore records? Because I'm thinking of. New York hardcore and more brutal stuff and more stompy parts and th there was there was a, a lot of people don't see a difference in the scene but I do and maybe it's because I'm younger than you guys you know what I mean I felt um, I don't know is negative approach punk rock is it negative approach a hardcore band I don't know what would you think what do you think about that uh, well I or do you know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying I just picked the three that were most important to me okay I'm good with that without. Uh, any sort of classification. Well, because you know we'll get hate mail when we leave uh, out when you when you have to put three things down. Then there's going to be hate mail because oh well, why didn't you put this or why did you put this and so on and so forth. Sure. All well, right. Well, the, the, I mean it's it's as far as mine go, it's the three most important to me. So they they can hate all day, but indeed, right, right, is. right. All right. Well, first of all. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo. That's where I get all my tattoos done. Philadelphia's finest. Facebook.com slash Crescent Street Tattoo. The website is CrescentStreetTattoo.com. For everybody in Philly in the Philly area, when you visit Philly, go there and uh, don't be a fucking a J Brown. That's the best spot to go. So, with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna actually let Pablo start this off with his his number three. There we go. Well, it's funny because you touched upon a lot of things on 
what's punk, what's hardcore. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, your perspective. Sure. And that, that plays into a lot of it. So, All right. So I kind of got into punk rock right near the end of it. Okay. I'm a kid from Philly, let alone the Burbs of Philly. Okay. And I had no money. Okay. So it was all about who actually was buying records that I was hanging out with. That's what I listened to. Sure, sure. That's sort of like me with my brothers, because they're 11 and 12 years older than me. So I was hearing Sabbath when I was right. six and seven. Right. So whatever they got, that's what set right. it all off. I yeah. mean, there's like tons of records that I never heard or just knew the names of, or more importantly... On South Street, you just see heads rocking the shirts. Sure, sure, Some sure. heads didn't even know the bands, but the shirts were so no, banging. No, right, right. This is punk rock, so I'm going to wear right. it. Sure. So, number three, I know I'm going to piss off the Gavin, but I'm I'm going to say the Pistols album. The Bob. Wh why are you going to piss him off? Because it's only number three? Right. I'm impressed that it's right. in your top three yeah, I didn't think that so would be in your right. top three. I thought about it a lot, and I recognized that that was the album. I don't listen to Pistols every day, but when I do, I rock out. But okay, so you can listen to the one album. Just I to clarify, never mind the bullets. Yes, is sir. what you're saying. Here. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. Because there were various bootlegs and other. Right. The, that's the really the, the Sex Pistols album. Right. 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 That was the one that we got anyway, right? That's the only one, only official album. But there are, I would say there were upwards of five, six, seven things out there that have the website. Oh, there's more than that. There's yeah. tons of bootlegs, and then there was copy bands that, that they tried to capitalize on the, on the sound, and, and there are songs that are credited as the Sex Pistols that no one was involved with. There's a song called Schools or Prisons. and uh, Same thing Revolution. happened to the Monkees. <laughs> they got two albums in them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got 16 it's, albums. It's, um, it's just fucking ridiculous. I'm, I'm no selling it. Yeah, um, you're no selling? All right. For now. Gonna, for now. For right. now. For I, now. So uh, there's another one called Revolution in the Classroom, and it was credited as the Sex Pistols, but no one involved in it, in, in the actual pistols, are on that record. Right. But I meant, like, in terms of uh, it being an American release, the way they put together. Never mind the Bullocks is of the only. Quote unquote singles, and they throw them. Uh, ten songs on a record. Well, the there are Republic. different. There are different. The singles came out first, mm -hmm. and there are different recordings. And then they recorded, re-recorded all the singles. Plus, two of the songs were new at the time, and that was the album. And that record's perfect, top to bottom. So, what do you think about Malcolm McLaren and what he says happened, as opposed to what? To what Leiden says. Well, and how big of an influence do you think he was at all? Or was he a master manipulator, a culture vulture? Because he clicked up with that. And then, then when he saw that hip hop was popping, he did, he did the, the big, the, 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 the Duke record. Da ha, da ha. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't he do another one, Buffalo something? What's Buffalo that? Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah, 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 yeah. Round the, the outside. Full was Duck Rock. Right, right. But so some people see him as. A culture vulture, some people see him as a Paul Heyman-esque genius who just saw shit before it happened. What, 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 do, you, do you have an opinion on him? I think he owned a store that was um, in the right spot at the right time. And I think that uh, fashion played a big part of it in England. Um, this is fucking putting a clothespin through your nose. nose. No, I mean, he, he originally had a store that was called... Uh, Viva La Rock, maybe something like that, and it was it was it catered to Teddy Boy fashions, like the old uh, '50s greaser kind sure, of thing. Sure, that sure, the, sure, the, sure. But the uh, English 
equivalent of that. Right. So then they sort of got into, I mean, in my, st- I don't know it exactly, but my understanding of it is they got into sort of bondage gear as sort of a fashion thing. And at the same time as when, when the first original English bands were starting up the pistols and, and, you know, whatnot. So it was all sort of tied together and McLaren definitely put the initial band together, but, but rotten auditioned, got the spot. Um, and he was who he was, you know, there's pictures of him, uh, years before walking around with green hair and ripped up clothes and whatever. Oh, no, I wasn't implying that he, uh, created a I la boy band. I'm just saying, do you yeah. think he was, uh, um, I mean, we sold a documentary. You're gonna fucking tell us the whole documentary. You're gonna tell us what you think. Are you saying? Do you think he was in Korea? Wow, man, that's like uh, seven five. Seven five. Seven five. Seven five. Six. I'll give him seven five. What I'm trying to. I'm just trying to ask. uh, um, Do you think that that he was aware, or do you think he was uh, an Eric Bischoff? Eric Bischoff. I think he was <laughs> right place, right time. Uh, could he do it now? Is what I'm saying. Like, uh, no, I think it was right place, right time. Okay, that's that's really because there's no denying that he was around then, and a lot of people have a lot of things to say. And- I mean, the word is that that when they did the the Bill uh, Grundy show. He, Malcolm, had a fit about it, and that's really what broke them into mainstream when right. they cursed on the show. Right. So, what he, right. Yeah, so he, he, the word is that he had a fit about it and thought it was bad press. <laughs> right. So, so there you go. Well, there, you're kind of he, answering the question yeah. with a story because right. this guy was basically he had an idea of how he was going to present something, right? Not knowing that when they presented it the way that they really were, that's the shit that got over. Right. Not his idea what would get over. Right. Uh, well, with that said, let's, OG, let's go to your number three. My number three is um, a compilation record, hmm. which is a little weird, but it meant a lot to me at the time. It was really, when I think back on it, the first punk rock record I got previous to getting smartened up to it in 1986. Uh, okay. So this record, I'm going to say I bought early 96 maybe late or 86 late 85 okay dead kennedys give me convenience or give me death brilliant compilation of singles and b-sides and live shit and whatever uh, you threw me for a loop i thought you were gonna say a compilation meaning a comp of yeah. different bands oh so no, i was like that would have been that would have been hell fine yeah 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 Okay, so give me convenience. That's an interesting choice. Interesting choice. I like it. I like it. Uh, De- Dead Kennedys, after we were talking the other night, I'm hard pressed to think of a band that I like everything they ever did, and Dead Kennedys is one of them. Probably, to my, in my opinion, you think of punk as being sloppy and whatnot in a good way. Yeah. They're probably the tightest. Brilliant. Tightest punk. I mean, just in every way, those dudes were playing fast and mega tight. Uh, Jello out of his fucking mind, batshit crazy, brilliant guy. I'm, uh, so, so expound, please. I'm, I'm sorry. hard I didn't mean pre- to cut you off. I'm hard pressed to th- to think of examples in music as art, and I find that that the Dead Kennedys, for the most part, were art. I I feel like Biafra 
is brilliant. And as much as he's praised, I, I feel like he doesn't get nearly enough. If I can add on to that, I also feel he a lot of times, and like you said, he is praised. Sometimes it's for the wrong reasons. Right. So, didn't know the crazy shit that he was doing, the environment in San Francisco at the time. Right. The death threats. The, the mayor the, thing. The, the, yeah, yeah, the skins coming to the shows trying to kill him. Uh, the SWAT, I mean, he pissed off all the Nazi skins. Bombed in Philly and Kensington. Bombed in Philly and Kensington. A lot of people don't know that story that aren't from here because Philly tries to, um, you know, <laughs> you know, we blew Take up. Take it up a notch. Yeah, well, know. we blew up Moog. <laughs> we blew up, you know. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think the Kensington shit wasn't that far removed from us blowing up a city block with yeah. Mayor Wilson. I mean, that shit happened last week in Kensington. You sure it was for the right. Jello? Right. <laughs> right. The only difference being, it was, it was locals that threw that bomb. It wasn't yeah. the Philadelphia city officials. Indeed. Indeed. Um, expound, sir. So... So I think it's a good it's a good uh, introduction to the band and punk rock in general, and I think it's a good uh, sort of um, it covers a lot of the uh, most of the early career. Indeed, uh, how old is your oldest now? We obviously won't use names. Or Fifteen. Anything. Were you around that time when you when you got this record? Maybe a little younger. Bit? Younger. Yeah. W- would you give that record to him? Sure. He just wouldn't care. But to be like, this is that's if you handed him, say, this is punk rock, would it be? I mean, they already know because they grew up in that house. Right? Uh, it, it or would no, be a I, good. You know what? I mean, cut you off because your number one is probably the record that you you played around them to introduce them to it. You know, or that I might play to my. Son, that that's the, our number ones are probably right. what we would play to anyone that would say, right. "Oh, you want to know? Right here, this is what you, this is what you need to know." Agreed. Okay, so I guess uh, does this make it my yeah? Um, Your number three. I'm th- my number three. Um, uh, I'll tell you why this is difficult. It's on my number three. It's on my top three. Regardless, it's probably my favorite record of these three. But I didn't go that route. I went in terms of importance. So, you know what I mean? Complicated gimmick. It, yeah, it's, it's very complicated. <laughs> I went with the self-titled Bad Brains album. Fair enough. Well, um, Sailing On, Don't Need It, Attitude, The Regulator, Band in DC, Ja Calling, um, Fearless Vampire Killers. I, this record blew my fucking mind. It was fast as fuck. It was hard as fuck. Black Dreads, Rastafari, the whole shit mind fucked me. Uh, especially my age at the time, because obviously being younger than you guys, things were affecting me differently. Um, maybe saw some uh, black heavy metal guys here and there uh, for it to be as hard and fast as it was. And this goes back to the beginning of the podcast where I was asking, is there hardcore? Is there punk rock? I mean, th- th- this record's brilliant to me. It had a tremendous impact on my life. Um, I've actually got been blessed to work with HR. I thought what they were doing um, down in D.C., they, they were spreading. I love the violent shows. I, I love that shit. I, uh, I'm, I'm a proponent of violent punk rock shows. Um, uh, the, the fact that they would, would put a reggae song in the middle of the hardest record in the world, it was crazy. Um... 
Daryl Jennifer, Doctor No H. I I love the record, man. Um, I have no comment on that because I agree with everything you said. I think it's brilliant. I think it's again as much as they're praised, and I know old heads, old heads who saw them at the time, who said, who saw everybody in their prime, and said. Bad Brains were untouchable. I, I've heard from OGs that that's the best live band they've ever seen. Yeah. I saw them later. Um, I won't say them. much later. Like, we, we all saw them at the at same the, at revival. At revival. The Soulcraft tour? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, the Eye Against Eye tour. No. Yeah, it? that was 86, 87. I saw my Eye Against Eye. Yeah, that's, uh, me too. Was that Revival? Yeah. Yeah, that was 89. That was, that was Soulcraft. What was Revival? Rival was 89. Then that's when I saw yeah, them. So saw they them were, too. what, six, seven years of their career? That was the Quickness Tour. Still young quickness guys. Tour, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So... Then they I were have, fucking brilliant. Yeah, no, and just, it was supposedly five years after their time. You hey, know? right, and I'm not gonna front and be like, oh, I saw the Misfits in '82 when I was right, realistically right, right. fucking, uh, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. You know, Literally. going back to what you said about the Dead Kennedys, about them being a tight band. There was no tighter band than the Bad Brains at their peak. Oh, like, the Lunatics! That fast with that precision. Nothing. And they and they're brilliant musicians who chose right to do that. See, a lot of people, including the Pistols, who are brilliant, who broke down every barrier possible, but they played that way because they had That's to. All they could do. That's all they were capable of doing. Yeah. Bad Brains made a conscious effort to be like, we are talented reggae musicians. Rasta dudes who can realistically play anything. They had they had a message to get across, and they figured out early on that that fast, loud shit was the way to get it across. Absolutely, because you do the same songs with the same lyrics on a reggae record. Right. Someone's going to smoke a L and maybe not process it. Pablo's in and he out of this the, fuck. He took the tissue gimmick and left the room. This, what is that? Yeah, this guy's fucking fired, man. This is unprofessional. This is shit on the mic. This is both. <laughs> this is both unprofessional and. Thank you for that. Rude, if you Bob, will. Bob, it's it is it is rude. I'm not gonna sneeze on the mic. It was very rude. Bob, Bob, you want me to sneeze on the mic? Mm. You ever been in a fucking studio before? Mm. Wow. Six. <laughs> <laughs> five, that's a five I'll give it You must six. be in a good fucking yeah, mood, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His shit before we recorded was hitting. I give him 10. a. I give him a six because he drove here. All that's right. his. <laughs> okay. You better give me home. a fucking three. You're taking a taxi home. Yeah. Uh, that's a seven. That's that is. He's moving up. Moving up. All right. So uh, that's my pick. Um, I still I, play that record often, which uh, sure. all day. It's, Every you know. Day. It, I don't think you can disagree with it with the thing you said about it. All right, so uh, we're gonna go back to Pablo, Pablo P. Jiggy, your number two, the number and, two, and, and uh, I just wanted to remind anyone who's still listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> who's decided uh, to stick around. I'm not sure I'm listening we, anymore. We honestly. didn't. Well, we didn't discuss whether or not we feel these are the most important records culturally or our favorites. I can say for me, it's a mix. Of the two that, that, that went into me thinking about this. So um, bear in mind when you write us hate mail and say, why did you leave this out? Why did you leave that out? Where, uh, you know, we'll, we'll discuss it more thoroughly um, with, with our next uh, upcoming 
episode. So I'm sorry to cut you off. Your number two, Pablo. Is My number two, regardless of what you think is the right category or sure, not, sure, sure, is I'll Buy the Energy. Oh, that's great. That's great. That that I'll tell you what. It barely missed my top three, and it's in my honorable mention. So I have things to expound yeah, yeah, yeah. on. So go ahead. Go ahead. And I can't believe I forgot Bad Brains because that okay, would have been in mind. Okay, but see, too. same thing. Yeah. I struggle with putting out yeah, right in, in the there. book. So so <laughs> three's a tough number. Three's, three's a, tough a very number. tough yeah. number. I have tons of things to say about this record when right. you're done. So please explain, say why, when you heard it. I mean, well, it's a solid choice. Yeah, I mean, it's plain and simple, man. It it came out of nowhere. Agreed. It's like something you never heard before. Agreed. The seven inch was banging. The Agreed. album was banging. Agreed. If that's all they were going to give me, that's fine. I um, still rock that album all day, every so day. So lie. I want to. I want to. Something I thought about the album um, was that uh, the the album we're talking about is called Energy. By the way, uh, to any young kids who haven't heard of it, or um, Energy came out in '89. Um, great memories. Um, well, how did you hear that? Do you remember who, who I think played we were for probably you? at the crib. You know, one of them Saturday afternoon parties we used to have. And someone just came through someone with the tape. Someone came through, bang. Well, yeah, threw the seven inch in first, right? Because I think, I, did I come out first? That was yeah. 88, maybe. Yeah, that I, came out that first. That might have even been 87. 87. I actually have a funny story about that seven inch. All right. Hear it, it was kind of the same deal. And just so I could throw her name out there. Ann Spina at the time. Big up, Ann. Love you, mama. Big up to Ann. Yo, yo. Uh, me and Ann... We rolled like to the death. She took me to shows, all that. We would always go record shopping, and I'll never forget the one night we were in Philadelphia Record Exchange on Fifth Street, and you know how they had all the seven inches up on the wall. Sure, I hated right. that gimmick. Hated right. that gimmick. Right. See, <laughs> see, to me that was a great gimmick because it Fuck just elevated. No, it looked like it looked. Like, holy shit! You would hear the music. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fuck that. And, and I'm looking. Fuck that gimmick. All I think day. fuck those people. That right. Made- oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Me and Pablo got a whole whole riff on that. Oh, well, that's, that's another that's episode. episode nine. Right there, it yeah. might be this episode. You know? But it's kind of like the same story. This that, is going like, so a, well. A lot of people <laughs> would listen to this would have. I'm looking at the wall and I'm looking some of these bands I know, but I'm like, hey, what should I buy? And without hesitation, she points to the Op Ivy 7-inch, uh-huh. and she's like, buy that. I'm like, I have no idea what that yes. is. She's, trust me, buy it. Bought it. Uh, went. I think we went to her house in Westchester, threw it on, and like the first three notes, I'm in. I I'm both, down. I also Boom. owned that 7-inch and bought it from, the story is similar, minus Ann driving me down there, but Ann drove me to many a hardcore show. Uh, there's pictures of me as a... Of a of a young bloke, <laughs> um, so Pablo still wanted to talk. I wanted to say, uh, I don't know, people call it ska core or whatever, but they influenced. I mean, the scene was influenced tremendously by that record. Yeah. A lot of people tried to mimic it. And before I get back to you, I just wanted to say, I think a, a huge part of it is this band that made a perfect record from first to last note only gave us one album. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Tim Armstrong uh, uh, formed um, Rancid. Uh, Jesse didn't do anything for, I think, around 10 years. But uh, a, a perfect one-album band will always sort of... Uh, yeah. Wow, man, this yeah. fucking... Wow. Wow, what if? There's lots of yep. what ifs. So I'm sorry, man, go ahead. I mean, you know... Because... because said- 
Because <laughs> it, that record's near and dear to me, and it's, it has to, a lot to do with our friendship, too, because we played it a lot and we met. So yeah, I remember I, being in the car with the two of you when you were, like, 12. Yeah, because you... And, I, and I, don't, I, don't, I That's the first time I heard that record. You in somebody's car. You don't love the record, though, correct? I, I like it. I don't love it. Okay. It's not as important to me. Okay. But I was older. Yeah, I mean, I, I still listen to that weekly. I listen, to I, it, love, I listen to it very often. I like it more now than I did then. Right. For sure, and those because dudes, we're so integrated in ska, sure. the roots of ska and yeah, reggae, yeah, and reggae, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and and skinhead moonstomp and stuff. It's, yeah. it's it, bec- it becomes a more part of who you are as you see what they yeah. were doing. Oh, yeah, at the I time, didn't realize I didn't that these right, guys right. were influenced by but I know by Trojan I'm Records, po- but now I do. Right, and I'm positive the first time I heard it, we were the three of us were in a car. You were literally 12, 13 years old. Yeah, I might have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I don't how old think, I was. I, 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 and you weren't driving. I don't know, but we were driving down. We were probably in the car. Market with Street. Brown. We were driving down Market. That's all I remember. Night, well, it's and beautiful. that's the first time I heard that record. I think that it's brilliant. I think it's very catchy. I think. Uh. Uh, I think that it, with um, proper promotion, they might have been, I don't want to use the word big as in famous, but maybe more than that, you know? If they had stuck it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, well, the, 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 what was the label? They were Lookout Records. They, well, it, Green Day's much, first label. Okay. It pretty much put Lookout on the map. Screeching Weasel. They had a yeah. lot of, it was, I, I hate to use the word now because it sounds ridiculous in 2015 but it was like pop punk before yeah that, that you know it was it was like oh this shit is catchy yeah, yeah. that's what we felt catchy, Th- yes. this is catchy punk rock and then it remember- morphed into punk uh into pop punk when green day blew up with yep. the dookie record then yep. it was oh fuck you gotta remember too we're a bunch of kids on the east coast this is total west coast stuff obviously this is pre-internet days right. so like and i love west coast punk Right, and hardcore. Right. I love West Coast, and, and I, I do don't. too. See, I, do. I do too. These two, I, I'm, I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but for I, some I, reason, I that record crossed over all that crap. And I, for me, it was the heavy sky, like the. the well, I mean, sky. you have those records that you say this guy's from. Like we were all knocking NWA. Straight out of Compton and niggas for life, and we weren't like this is West Coast, this is East Coast. Right. This shit is just raw. Right, those. Those records just cross barriers, man, and that's why. I just mean as far as as us actually getting to hear. Oh it no! Okay, times, okay, okay, like okay, okay. Seven-ish like that. How many do you think they even pressed? Yeah, pro- yeah and, and it, there was probably a thousand initially pressed. Right. Yeah, and they probably sold them, and you know, yeah. who knows what? what Solid uh, choice for the pop. I, I, I love I'm, that choice. That I love it so much we'll, we'll that it 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 literally got taken off my top three on the way down here. So that's how close it, it was it, to it's making it. It's a tough three, man. It's a tough three. Uh, so, uh, I'm disappointed you're doing as well as you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I wanted to argue with him. No, I'll I know, tell you what, but he doesn't love that record, though. So you're, you're se- His three, you're two, putting I'm them over. Right you're putting them over, but you don't love that record, though. No, I don't love it, but I, uh, but not to an extent that I can criticize somebody putting it in their three. You right. respect okay. the choice. Okay, all right, you respect yeah. the choice. Right. Uh, to anyone who hears a voice in the background, that would be Sicko, one of the original uh, father, founding fathers of Super Regular. Uh, he wrote an amazing book with Amy Yates Wolfing. Uh, well, I'm not going to give you a real name because uh, you're Sicko. K-Fake. No, I didn't. I only said when they find the book, then they'll find his I'll real name. K-Fake. No slam dancing, no stage diving, no spikes, an oral history of the legendary City Gardens. City Gardens is a place we all went to when 
two people when people were too scared to bring their shows to Philly and thought that the ghetto of Trenton might be a better idea. <laughs> I'm not sure who or why they thought that, but the amount of bands we saw there as a crew and the amount of bands that played there that we didn't see unfucking believable name a band if you like hip-hop if you like punk rock if you like metal if you like ska they played in that fucking place this book is amazing it's well written it's told by uh the people who lived it um so cop it if you don't have it yet uh og i'm gonna go to you for your number two my number two is number two <laughs> <laughs> is uh two two <laughs> black flag damaged okay damaged over my war yes all yes day. okay all day over my all war. right all right i'm just um, look man i'm look i'm getting hype on that all right so i was, I was waiting for damage uh og please pontificate it, damaged is, is damaged is henry's first deal with black flag recorded deal they were all older songs that they redid with him. Um, I think it's the high point of the band. I don't think anything comes close before or after. No, even nothing though, comes close? No. Come close. Though, no. My war doesn't though, come close. The song, sure. Okay, the record, right, I'm just, no. Look, man, I'm, I'm speaking for the people the, here. The, the, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm for the, the people's people, champ. man. I'm the people's <laughs> champ. That, I'm trying to get in that fucking brain of yours. It's a little bit scary. It's complicated. It's I'm, a, I'm 100 <laughs> with everything he's saying. All right. I mean, I'm not, but let's it's go. Not my, it's not all my favorite Black Flag stuff, but I think as a mm-hmm. um, whole package, it's, it is the best thing that they did. The start off of Rise Above is untouchable. Untouchable. Oh, all right. Um... Pablo, are you dying to say something here to this pick? I see. I see. Now I like the Dez era better. He's my also, favorite. Black also Flag controversial. Singer. All right, I, that's like saying Paul Diano's better than uh, Bruce Dickinson, which I happen to feel is true. It's I like feel saying that- Hagar's better than saying David. Lee? <laughs> 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 it would have been like it would have been like an eight five, but you got like a you got like a six two out of that. Six two. What the fuck? The fucking joke was there, man. But you fucking stumbled. I was looking at your fucking face, David Joe, David Joe, David Joe Ross, Jimmy, Jimmy John, Jacob. Tequila sin. You guys, you were saying something. <laughs> so, so explain to me. Uh, I th- so the best in- incarnation of uh, Black Flag to you was not Henry. I mean, I'll be super fucking music nerd, Black F- Flag fucking geek, and say that my favorite thing that they ever did is the demos that never got released oh, with boy. the lineup of Henry singing. Biscuits on drums, Dukowski, Gin, and Dez both on guitar. That shit is fucking unreal. Right, I'm not mad at that. I'm not. Un- I thought I was going to be mad at your real. answer. I'm not mad at and that. And for whatever answer. reason, they never released it. Biscuits, as far as I know, was never on an official release. Yeah. And <sighs> later played for Danzig. And right, Social right, Distortion. But he was uh, on the, the Danzig records that yeah, yeah, that, nah, that, that meant something. The first four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, 
This is just so, ice. He. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? <laughs> I, I don't know. You I, threw me off with the I, ice. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The sound sorry. you're about to hear. It's uh, just the, ice. The sound no. you were about to hear. <laughs> knowing knowing the Gavin for so long, and we we've had these black flag discussions for years. I find fascinating and interesting his whole deal with the lineup, where he can say that 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 damaged is the best album. Yeah. But his best lineup completely kind of mm. conflicts with that. Well, well, that's a heavy, complicated that, that, deal. That's what I'm saying. No, it is because there's bands and hip hop groups that I feel this. There's hip hop records that I feel. Oh, well, this was the best. These two were the best yeah. MCs, but then this production was better. It's like, you know what I mean? Yep. It's like we we'll talk about the group home record. Maybe that's Premier's best work ever as a producer. Were they the two best rappers that he ever worked with? N not even close. So, it can happen. Well, this is the best record, but this is the best yeah. lineup, and that because, and, and let me go off topic. The Age of Quarrel demos to me are better oh. than Age of Quarrel. Oh. All day. Is that crazy to say? And, and it's and it's sort of touching on what you're touching on. Well, why what why did they, and you know as, as far as what John said, John Joseph Blood Clot, they didn't want to release that, or they wanted them to redo it. Prior, uh, profile made them redo the record or something, but right, and he did the whole record, the whole Age of Quarrel in one shot, right? right which is yeah, which is ri ridiculous. Yes, so um, we're talking about damage, Black Flag. Yeah, I just, I, I, just I, I mean, overall and everything that they did, that's the best. That's their high point to me. They definitely had points afterwards that were great. But I don't think anything compares before or after, even though Dez might be my favorite singer. And I like the first, you know, the first seven inch and all that horse shit. But <laughs> the <laughs> damaged record is the pinnacle of Black Flag to me. I give that a round of applause. I'm only clapping because pa Pablo's, Pablo's no, no selling. selling. Because we don't uh, have sound It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine? It's fine. Such a jerk off. Well... I feel like you need to chime in and you're, you're holding back. You're missing out family, man. That's where he first did spoken word. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. <laughs> there was way too much weed being smoked and fucking art being made and whatever the fuck. Wow. I ain't having it. Like, I ain't having it. How many spoken words did you go to? Plenty. Uh, probably three with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the man was speaking the truth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like so, damage. Damage is fine. All right. I mean, uh, look, man. I I I take uh, take issue with it, but how? How? You just explained why I can't. <laughs> the black flag, I, I, I black flag to me is so I think it's my, so I difficult. Think, I think my war is their magnum opus, and you could sell me on Dez and. Uh, maybe I was too young or something, man. I don't know. I just think that Damaged was uh, Henry out of the fucking box before he got jaded, before he knew any better, young, from D.C., fucking skinhead SOA, fucking whatever the fuck, pull his ass to fucking L.A. and record these songs that we've had written for years and... He had that youthful fucking aggression that Black Flag 
they sort of uh, were doing, to me, what was happening at the time. And at that time, young Henry is what they needed. I'm with that. Dez couldn't quite cut it anymore, didn't want to, whatever the fuck. I and happen to love the album. I just, my war of the song, I think uh, of that. And it's brilliant. It's I brilliant. Want, and I, I, can't, I, I, I can't even debate that. Brilliant fucking song. The rest of that record is not nearly on the same level. Although I do like side two with the three fucking forty-five minute slow jam, Henry yelling, fucking it's whatever, a scene, bullshit. Man. It's a scene, but it's a scene. It is. All it right. Is. Well, uh, is it me now? We, I don't know where we are. Neither do I. I did I give my two? Right. I don't know. I did two. Jeff did two. Yeah. Did you yeah, do two? Yeah, uh, My number two is never mind the bullocks. Um, the Sex Pistols. Cheeky. <laughs> What did he say? Cheeky? Cheeky. I don't know. Oh, I, I really don't. Know, I honestly don't know no, what that means, that word, know. or how he meant it's, it to me. It's British slang. Yeah. Oh. Cheeky. What a fucking strapper. Total strapper. So I give it an eight. No, I'm th- no, an eight. Get the fuck out of here, man. I, so I have some. I have some You're fucking high on it's, Starbucks, too. It's, it's not one of the fuck greatest punk rock <laughs> records of all time. It's one of the greatest records of all time. Agreed. So let's get that out there. If you don't own it, you're a fucking bozo. That's flat. You don't know music. You don't understand anything about subculture. Uh, I mean, if you like pop music or something, then you shouldn't own it. But if you are, um, I have some things here. Um, I have no problem with it being mentioned with Sergeant Pepper's. I have n- no oh, problem. I agree. No problem. Oh, Sergeant Pepper's is a punk album. Oh, this fucking guy. I mean, I don't know how much longer he's going to stay. It's a three. It's is he going to make it? Is he going to make it to the know. next podcast? I don't know. Work the fucking his average is like a four seven. Jan, is he going to make it to the next podcast? Jan's is asleep in the fucking corner. He ain't having any of this. He's is like, this is the dumbest idea we've ever Jan's had. Even, <laughs> Jan's fucking fed up. Be some personnel. And I don't I blame think him. He's watching this just to take notes on why there shouldn't be a second episode. <laughs> right. Um, Me and Jan are secretly texting each other. This is so fucked. Right. <laughs> the whole thing is right. Fucked. Why the whole thing? And I'm trying to work here and keep this whole shit show together. I'm trying get, to figure out how to fire the blow. Get right. rid of the blow. <laughs> um, I guess I can, I, because I know that it will, uh, I'm not giving away anyone's list, it'll probably brought, be brought up again. Yeah. So what I will say, um, I don't think there's been anything before it, and there's definitely not been anything after it. I'm still a huge fan of Leiden. Uh I love the PIL stuff. I saw him uh, recently on uh, Jules Holland show. He's got to be pushing 60, right, OG? Mm, close. He, he was still incredible. Uh, brilliant mind. His books are great. But um, I think the sensationalism of um, Sid Vicious may have... I'm weird about it. He really didn't contribute. Uh, They were really wishy-washy. He couldn't play. He he didn't write songs. Uh, What what? I mean, he was he was John's friend. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, what do you? That's this is a subject we might not talk about later. Sid and and the movie. Uh, I think the movie made the movie was very well done. Gary Oldman fucking rules. Give me a fucking pizza. <laughs> I want a fucking uh, Nancy, pizza. Nancy Spongin ba- uh, buried in Philadelphia. Haunted uh, Valley. Yeah, so with all of this said, do you think um, the movie and Sid's antics w- took away from 
the brilliance of the band and that particular record? I, or did it add to it? I like the movie, but I like it for what it is. I don't think it's accurate at all. No, I didn't imply uh, that. I, think I like Gary it Oldman, as a movement. I think as Gary a movie, Oldman fucking rules. The chick who played Nancy was brilliant. Yeah. Gary Oldman's brilliant. Scumbag Courtney Love makes a cameo in that show. She does at the yeah. at the Perfect. restaurant. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Yeah. I don't want to be a player um, no more. It's, uh, she w- the, the, her- but he, the thing is, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I'm no selling that to the, the thing is, the, the thing that I always often keep in mind is that they were very, very young. They were 18, 19 years old. Rotten at the time felt like he was being ousted of the, out of the band. They got rid of Matlock. And what do you do when you're 18, 19 years old? What do you do when you're fucking 45 years old? You bring in one of the boys. Of and course. Sid was one of the boys. And I have seen footage. I think him not playing well is over, uh, over exaggerated. Okay. Yeah. I've right seen footage okay. of him previous to getting really fucked up on yeah, dope yeah, yeah, yeah. i've seen footage of him where he's pulling it off yeah, I yep. and i think that you know it, it becomes part of the folklore of it um he was the ringo and it was like yeah was you know I, well, and, and john needed to bring his boy in you know because he felt outnumbered and and he was he was school friends with with Sid or whatever the fuck they were and he said you know what I'm bringing somebody in here so I got somebody in my fucking camp here because it's Malcolm and Cookin' Jones against me now and And it was yeah well this is how I feel about the film and us all agreeing that it wasn't very accurate but still a good watch brilliant here's how I look at that movie and the exploitation of Sid and the t-shirts and all of this to a guy who didn't really contribute to the greatest album that they did is this. I remember people complaining about, and y'all remember this too, Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer, okay? We have late 80s, early 90s. Look, if some kid picked that up and that led them to go to the mall the next week and buy an EPMD album or an NWA album because that was their intro into... It doesn't make what they did any better. Right. It's still a shitty record. <laughs> but I'll bet you a lot of kids who were mega young at that time bought Hammer, who was multi-platinum, and Vanilla Ice, that was multi-platinum, and said, I need more of this. And then what they get? Oaktown 357? See, man. She, that's, like a, that's like a solid seven. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. You, ain't, yeah. you ain't down, man. You ain't down. Not after like 89, I ain't down. That was around 89, maybe. Well, you didn't tape that one for me. Because <laughs> it was like girl, bad girl rap. Well, I don't have that. So Send that what I'm saying is whatever, to me, it's the bottom line. If, if, a, if a kid watched that film and that led him to go by... Never mind the Bullocks. I'm okay with it not being historically accurate. I'm okay. I'm kind of a bottom line. You know what I mean? Like, when we were all pissed off at that, you remember the mid to late 90s, like, awful pop punk shit. Like, well, if that led some kid going into dig back to... Sure, you have to have a starting point. Dope records. I mean, some people think Dookie is the first Green Day album ever made. I'm. I think most people would think that. Like I've heard people say that. That do you used to hang out with thought that? I feel like who was around for like a minute, whatever his fucking name was. Don't matter. (laughs) There was a do you used to know that thought that was really into them. 
No, I know who he's talking about, and I, we're not going to say the name. You're am wrong. I right? Oh, am I wrong? No, okay. he was a mark before oh, anyone. All right, was. right, right. He was a Green Day mark when we weren't having that. Oh, okay, no, 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 I'm gonna stick up for him. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that was so, around the time that the Offspring was hot. Worst band the worst, ever. That, that the I want to fight all of the people in that band. <laughs> if I know this, I know that we're not. I'm. I am not. Nor will I ever be Howard Stern. If this makes its way. To someone who knows someone in the offspring, I want to slap, I want to beat shit down your leg because you're a mockery. That band, you fuck with culture, man. I think that gets around. I'll give that. Hey! All right, so, uh, so what were. I'm trying to think of that song they had, and I can't think of it. I was yeah. going to reference it. Yeah. So he just did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, out yeah. and play or something. That's it. Yeah. And the TSOL ripoff joint. Oh, God. TSOL should not. Look up Grisham on YouTube talking yeah. about that. That's it's fucking uh, brilliant. I want to do a whole amazing. fucking TSOL podcast of me just arguing oh, with Gavin. Yeah. Nice. What? What? Pro or pro, pro anti? Yeah, man. Yeah. How can you be anti? It's a whole thing, man. Because the whole, it's a whole, the thing. whole gimmick of them going into like they one day they were just a glam metal band. They, there's a whole story behind. Yeah, it. I, I don't whole, care. And about it wasn't that. them I anymore. I ain't having the story. It wasn't them anymore. That's not, I'm not having the story. Good. There's a story. I know the reality. By that Lenny, point, was there even an original did, member? No. Band? My brother. <laughs> my brother came home with the TSLO TSOL album, and I'm arguing that this isn't the same band. It's not. It's just the same. This isn't the same band. Now you're just being a jerk off. You want You are being. I actually like that because you're being a jerk off. No, I'm saying he was a metalhead, dude. Expect it. There it was. It was fucking yeah. soft as baby shit. It was like shit. a hard rock record, is what it was. Uh, look, man. Look, yeah, s- I don't listen. Know nothing about that. I said what I got to say. <laughs> uh, n- yeah. yeah. Never Who's- mind the balls. I is it. fucking my number two. So now I, I mean that th- you got to piss. And have a smoke, yeah. Right, he's he's got to piss and have a smoke. We'll be have back. A build up to the number. Yeah, one. that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Hey, this no. is Broad Street Breakdown. Yeah. Like we Vince knew we Paz, OG, Gavin, Pablo. Yeah, goes here. We'll be back in a couple seconds. Um, so uh, keep it posted. <laughs> you fucking dolts. Just use your finger. We're back live. This is the Broad Street Breakdown. OG had to take a piss. Everyone did a cigarette break. I don't smoke. I don't indulge in anything. I'm just a well-behaved young man. But we're back now. It's true. <laughs> the second half of the show brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo. Philadelphia PA. Facebook.com slash Crescent Street Tattoo. CrescentStreetTattoo.com. JMTHipHop.com. Uh, so we're up. To, uh, we did our number three and two. Top mm. best, top best, no. <laughs> top three greatest punk rock records ever. What we've been discussing is whether or not they are personal favorites or whether or not they are culturally most important. But uh, our, our, our an, an unknown producer of our show brought up, uh, why don't y'all talk about the difference between punk and hardcore and is there a difference? I think the OGs... Um, and when I mean OGs, old, more older than everybody in this room will probably hey, say no. Hey, um, to me, there's a clear divide. 
So can we talk about that for a second? What's your opinion? Do you feel there's a divide between hardcore and punk rock? Obviously, hardcore can't the the name hardcore came from hardcore punk, but it to in my head forever it will be two different genres. I don't listen to um I don't I I don't listen to certain bands and think of them as punk rock. I specifically hear hardcore in my head when I hear the um the bright side record. I think hardcore. Um when I hear for, I, I know you're not a fan but when I hear Gorilla Biscuits, I think hardcore. So is there a difference between punk and hardcore? Subgenres have plagued music for years now. So, what are your thoughts? I think it evolved. Um, it evolved into something different. I don't think it started out any different. Um, you know, just like things evolved from the Pistols or the Ramones into, you know, whatever came after that. I don't, but I think that you're right in a way that hardcore is now its own sort of separate entity. I mean, in 2015, it definitely is, but I'm saying yeah. when we were coming up, well, no, would you I, like a record and not differentiate when you were in your teens? Yeah. You just say, it was always important to me that to have a punk aspect to it. Right, of course. And I know always. some people, especially whether it's Roger, you know, Roger Murray, and those dudes feel that way. That he will, in, 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 he will say punk rock. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and this reverts back to, well, Victim in Pain it to, is one of the greatest records ever to me, but I, to me, being a little bit younger, I consider it a hardcore record. But if it's definitely considered a, a punk rock record, then I have to re-switch my top three. Do you know what I'm saying? I would call it a hardcore record all day. I okay. think it's a hardcore record too, but okay. to me, it's the same thing. I don't, I don't differentiate, differentiate until later, until the metal aspect came in, until the... Which you hate. I hate it. Right. Hate it. Hate it. But to me, crossover thrash uh, was just the not my. Names. I mean, there, I'm sure you could find things that I would like, but uh, in general, I don't like. No, that. but there was just a time where there was this. The, the, it spawned, you know, where what, sure. what is DRI? What is the, sure. you know what I mean? Like, well, when um, Pablo, your thoughts on this? Did you? Uh, in your head, was there a divide between punk rock and hardcore? Well, again, in the beginning. If you would have had two or three albums that were like that, then it would have been punk rock. But because it evolved and more groups came out and people affiliated with, oh, I'm with them. So then Rev Revelation Records, kind of you almost thought everything on that label was, was hardcore. Uh, okay. The, the dress became the same, the uniform per se. See, that's huge. So and then that becomes, bang, all of a sudden you, you don't even know it and you have a subgenre. And then, I mean, once you're standing, a punk rocker standing next to a hardcore straight edge kid, is a toy you could tell a different See, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And like, for me, the kid with the purple mohawk is next to a kid who is wearing a Syracuse crew neck sweatshirt, um, camos. Champion sweatshirt. You know, maybe a champion huh. sweatshirt, maybe a polo shirt, and the first Air Maxes, the, and uh, a, a, a really close cut, nerdy haircut. Right. And I look, I look at the early youth of today records, and I, I don't, you know what I mean. But I, I used to talk to, to <laughs> Gavin. You want to talk about youth of today a little bit? It's, it's just not for me. But it existed. It happened. It was there. Oh, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you don't, as, as someone who has never been involved in drugs or alcohol, but you never marked out for the straight edge movement. I don't think, I don't, can't even think. Just judge. And Project X, you like the Project X? I like inch? the one song. Yeah, everyone does like that one yeah. song. And you were, like... you were a judge fan and you explained to me one time when we were just shooting the shit that you don't felt like it sounded prototypical straight edge no. music. And that's why you liked it because Mike Judge is a goon. Yeah, and Judge to me was more street stuff. It, can't, it, it sounded more like an oi thing to me than, you know, they're covering Blitz. And well, I th yeah, I think, I think also that they were dudes who just happened to not do drugs, <laughs> which becomes the difference. It, they were goons who didn't do drugs instead of kids who didn't do drugs who made hardcore. Yeah. Because then it started, the youth I, I crew thing, I, you hate. You've I always told I me. I don't understand it. It's, it's, it's just not for me. I don't identify with it. I don't identify with the positive sort of thing. It's just, it's just not my thing. That's the posi what, core that's, instead. That's uh, not the, what punk rock was to me. Right. And that's why I said earlier, which people might have got mad at when I said I love the... The, the the violence of the early shit and people might say oh what are you talking about man I'm not saying I'm pro violence I'm just pro 1982 punching people in the face then it's different now I don't want it now I don't but it's there was it it uh it made there was shit bubbling culturally politically that made all these happen like you said sicko when you were like yeah well they were saying things that they had to say over fast hard music because it wouldn't have worked. I'm not the first to, to put this theory out, but it's the one that, that I agree with the most. Like, all right, for sake of argument, we'll define a punk rock band as, say, the Pistols or the Clash. We can all agree. Sure. Two punk bands. Definitely. And, and, I, and I can't remember who the quote is from, but basically, before you even get into subgenres and, 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 and factions of this... Hardcore was just the extension of, and they likened it to hardcore porn. It's punk rock done even more extreme than punk rock. Faster, louder, harder with harder lyrics. And that, to me, that's really the only distinction I make. Now you, as, as the era goes on from late 70s, about a 10-year span to late 80s, you can see more of a delineation of what is now hardcore like by agnostic front's second album sure sure you know what i'm saying no it's easier great to points make that division great points but if you throw in like now say you throw in bands like blitz like these oi bands what do you call that no i don't know i, I don't think know there's <clears throat> i think there's two bands that are responsible for bridging the gap between the punk rock thing and what became you know the hardcore punk rock thing and that's the germs and Sham 69. I feel like the Germs were a band that sort of uh, was a middle band between what was punk rock and what became hardcore. And I feel like Sham 69 did the same thing in England. They were like the the bridge band between the Pistols and, you know, the Four Skins and Cockney Rejects mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like they the, those two bands are, are super important because of that reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, a I, a, I agree with you, but I feel like by the time hardcore started getting an identity where people were calling themselves hardcore kids, mm -hmm. say mid to late 90s, I'll just say mid for the sake of this, 85, 86, good records started coming out. There were clearly more, Victim and Pain's 84, which is brilliant, but I'm just saying, let me just, for argument's sake, say 85, 86. Honestly, I think a lot of kids were listening to hip hop and punk, and that's what formed... 
stompy parts. Especially it's, out of New York. And, well, yeah. see, the, the thing, well, I, here's the problem that everyone that's listening from around the world to this podcast won't get. We're from where we're from. Yeah. Philly and 90 miles from New York. So I can't, someone might be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, no, I'm just speaking for me. Yeah. I listen to Sick of It All. Them dudes look like they might have hustled on the corner. Lou and P were rocking Adidas. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. They look and had KRS do the intro to the album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look at, so, it, look at it this way. Like, if you take an American punk band, again, for sake of argument, let's say the Ramones, and compare it to Black Flag. Yeah. Both, you could call both bands punk. You could call the Ramones hardcore, considering the time and the context, but there's a world of difference of between those two bands. Then, and I, and I think that's why we opened this up for discussion. It's all time, and place, you know? it, it's time, time and, and place. Everything is time and place. The Ramones sounds like New York at the time. Right. Black Flag sounds like suburban whatever California at the time. You know, it's right. all time and place. Right. But when I listen to Sick of It All, like I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers was listening to Boogie Down Productions. Well, that was when New I, York. I mean, New yeah. York was very street culture but, based. But what I feel and like. Warzone and Rabies? Sure. These dudes and John Joseph and yo, them dudes ran the streets, man. Goons, official shit. Low East Side punching people in the face, robbing motherfuckers. That all. But that's what I listen to. So if there's a kid listening, telling me, no, no, no. I was listening to yeah. All this is all personal. Yeah, uh, personal. Nothing I've said today is factual. It's just my point of view on it, or your. Well, point I of think view. what we say is factual, but that's another. Uh, time. That's a whole other show. That, that's uh, a whole other show. Uh, Anyone who's not us is wrong. But that's another another gimmick. <laughs> that's like the fifth show after they. I mean, look at look at metal. I mean, you know. I'd rather not. No selling metal. See, uh, fans of this show, Gavin will no sell metal. He's a grump about it. This will have to be discussed at some point. He started out as a metal dude. Once he flipped over his switch when he was a kid. 1986. 1986. He never looked back. He's a crank. So know that, but uh, we will talk. We will talk and discuss metal. But like with with metal, you know, there's there's unfortunately Judas Priest metal. And then there's Slayer metal, like it's it's kind of the, along the same lines as punk and hardcore. It's time and place. I never would have guessed in a million years that Gavin didn't listen to metal. No, it's nothing. Rain and Blood's the only thing he listens to. Not even Old Sabbath. That's yeah, come on. But now, now we're getting man. into a whole getting other, other thing. thing. Now you're getting tricky. Even, yeah. I got uh, pictures of him as a wash jeans. Ten dollars. Stop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ten dollars for Frizz or ten dollars for our listeners? <laughs> Fifty dollars. Nothing. Listeners. He's consulting the book. <laughs> What's the blue book? I don't know what to say, ladies and gentlemen. Got a Gavin rookie card. Yeah. This discussion is brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo, <laughs> JMTHipHop.com. So I guess it's time to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's talk turkey, OJ. Let's talk turkey. We're doing number one. Yeah, but we're going to let the below. Yeah, we're yeah. going to let Pablo give us. Pablo, what is your number uh, one? I'm frightened of this. I'm scared. What is your number one? He's been all right so far. Top number one punk rock record of all time. And as we discussed earlier, is it your personal favorite? Is it what you think is most culturally important, or is it a mix of all? Or did you just, did you say, just pick it off I'm your going iPod from my and that's the end? I did not pick it off my iPod. <laughs> you did. I jerk wow. off. Did you t- did I you fucking... pick it off the songs I fucking gave you to? <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. All the ones with no fucking titles and names. I had to fucking research well, and find the album covers. Work. You if you were dead, work. you'd know what it is. You wouldn't need to look it up. Thank you. So I'm not stealing off you again. Hello. I don't. But, hold on, hold on. Before you say this, I think this was meant to be. I, I think yeah, the things yeah. are. The, it, it is what it is. Gonna right. Right. Yeah, there's going to be overlap. Right. So go yeah, ahead. We know each other ahead. 30 years. We're going to have the same fucking picks. It's Unfortunately, just, what it is. so go ahead, my friend. So the the group friend. is that Kennedys. That's beautiful. I'm no, already no, no, with no, no, the I'm album. With it. It, I could name them all. I can yeah. name. So I, I went agree. with my favorite song. Okay. Favorite right. song being Stars and Stripes of Corruption. Yeah, Amazing. On Frank yeah, and Christ. So Amazing. I'm going to have to go with Frank and Christ. Yeah. Amazing. I, I got nothing to say I, about I had a feeling he was going to go with DK's. Too. In so God We Trust Incorporated right. is my personal favorite record. No heat with yours at all. So talk about that. Talk about Jello. I know there was a lot of times when you and I were chilling that you would go see Jello speak and I wasn't even there. Yeah, I saw Jello speak a, a few lot times. A lot of times, right? It was awesome, yeah. Right. And as a, as a teenager... I mean, very influential. I mean, which goes back to why I love the group so much. Cool. Build on that. You, you get into shit and all of a sudden you're like, this dude's actually saying stuff. You that, know? I agree. Punk rock was just like, let's get into some bullshit. Let's do this, do that. Sure. It's all good. That's all fun. But then this dude all of a sudden is talking real shit. He's talking about politics, which as a child, you never give a fuck about. And as a teenager in high school, you're like, I can make a difference. This dude's telling me I can make a difference. And... Your eyes are wide open, and Jello totally opened that shit wide open. Sure, but then at the same time, you got bullshit songs on there. No, because he was clown, funny too. Clowny shit, you know. I think that's I think that's what made him appealing to people that he was capable of being a complete goofball and then doing "Kill the Poor," right. "Holiday in Cambodia," making shit funny where people would, yo, this guy's ill, but he, super brilliant mind. Uh, as Sicko said earlier, amazingly tight band, played super fast, super hard, and weird um, area, too, where they were at riots. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, San Francisco was me. not fucking a good place to be back then. And they were in the middle I mean, of a lot of that shit. Place. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. You know one thing you guys are leaving out, too, about the DKs is a fucking amazing live. Like, one of the... I wasn't leaving it out. Here's what I... Here's why I can say this. I was too young. I've seen videos. We were... Oh, fuck. That's... Popped, just popped, <laughs> bringing that up. So, uh, all right, so I'm going to ask him that yeah, after. K-fabe so, that. so. Oh. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Yeah. Really? Kayfabe the note, yeah, yeah. So, listen. <laughs> but yes, awesome live performance. Never saw them myself personally. Did see Jello perform spoken word, and I've seen him do some stuff afterwards. But DK, I mean that that's a Del Facto stand. That's it for me. They're so good. It's live. a Del. It's a Del Facto. I'm, I'm, is that a, I'm a new no, restaurant? I'm no selling good. Del Facto. Is that a new restaurant <laughs> in Philly? Del Facto. <laughs> Didn't we go there last Friday? Del Facto. Isn't Factos? that what they call Delco now? So best steak in Philly. Yeah, best steak. <laughs> Come to Del Facto's. <laughs> so um, where you're, where you're always family. Ninety nine Del Facto. <laughs> the the videos we used to watch back in the early nineties of Jello Factos with the gloves are it's the best. It's the, the best. One of the greatest greatest live performers ever. You can even see it watching old YouTube videos. Well, no, what I was saying to him was when we would be at a mutual friend's house in the early nineties. I got a hold of some DK videos when he would wear the fucking right. yellow gloves. It's from the... Uh, Batshit crazy. I think uh, that's the closing of the Mubuhe Gardens. Yeah. The the, the energy, video. like you had brought up, uh, the, the, the tightness of the band, uh, Ayo. Just an amazing band. It's a great pick. 
Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I, I can't, I can't say anything it. about it. You I want to argue with him. You real did bad. really uh, well. Well, before, ladies and gentlemen, oh, before yeah. we did this podcast, the plan was to critique the shit out of every Pablo pick. And I can't. I love them nice. all. He did really I love well. them all. He came correct. That's my OG. Yeah. Go for um, you, dude. Go for you, dude. Um, so let's move on. OG, uh, this is an important thing. Uh, your number one record of all time. I know what it is because we've talked about it ad nauseum. Uh, but once you do give it, there's then you have to build because giving it is too easy. Hey, uh, I go with uh, the pistols. Never mind the bullocks. Of course. I think it's a perfect record, and it's very rare that anybody has ever made a perfect record. I think it's flawless. I think it ties in um, old 60s bands that I like a lot, the, you know, the Trog, Small Faces kind of thing. Uh, takes a little bit of Slade, which I love, um, and gave it a street, a more street, at the time, current street attitude to it. Um, Do you remember the, the first the, time that you heard it? Who I, gave it to you? I don't. For for whatever reason, I don't. I was trying to think of that today, and I I, I don't. I have you know for whatever reason, I have a memory about the fucking Operation Ivy record in the car, <laughs> but I don't remember that. No, because I knew this was going to be a number one, not because you told me, but only because of our thirty year friendship. Yeah, and I remember specifically when I heard this record, and my older brother who has always only been a metalhead yeah his friend gave me a ride home one night and was like oh the shit your brother plays you is cool but check this and yeah. put it into my fucking head exploded i didn't understand it you know i was too young yeah. it, I, it was before i met you i was literally young young like nine mm -hmm. just got a ride home blew me the fuck away though. you remember the op ivy because we were probably in the car i was chasing away from the Satan house no, nah, we were down. We were on Market Street. We no, nah, he says we were downtown. Street. We probably punched someone in the face, and I then know, we're trying know. to escape the yeah, situation. Who knows What's what it was? No, 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 we'll we'll tell you. Right. That's another episode. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, cousin Frizz is in the building. Handsome Frizz. Handsome Frizz. Handsome Frizz. Master of the Kavorkin. So, um, like, you don't remember specifically when I, you heard I, it. I it don't. How often do you go back to the record? Or is it just well at this point? Uh, most things I listen to are on the iPod, and I'll say that it's one of the only things that I don't fast forward, regardless <laughs> of mood. Right, and that's every track on the album. Yeah, agreed. well, when you said perfect album, I would—that's kind of another part of my list. I said, mm -hmm. what do I listen to? One to ten, or you know, whatever many songs it is, beginning to end, and how many of those records exist? Forget punk rock. Mm. In the whole, you know, in future episodes, we'll talk about that. What three hip hop albums you listen to all the way through? Well, we'll talk about them. But how many things are just, you know, when you would make a here's how I gauge music. Remember, you'd make a mixtape of all your favorite shit. Sure. The perfect album sounds like a mixtape. Yep. Right. Yo, this is the best shit ever, and that's how that album is. Yep. Yeah, I think it's flawless. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think you, you know. Like I said, I don't fast forward any of those songs. And at this point in my life, I'm fast forwarding a lot of shit. Is um, you were okay with the production with everything? The production is brilliant. It say, sounds like it was recorded yesterday. The sound of it is pristine. It's, those big rock riffs and just the way it was recorded was absolutely perfect. 
I felt I felt like um, there was a lot of records, and again, the OG and I talked about this before that how big a role production plays mm -hmm. because songwriting is very difficult. But if you put the wrong guys in the wrong studio with the wrong idea and aesthetic, the whole sh remember we were talking mm -hmm. about. Uh, hardcore bands that yeah. we were like, these guys are dope, but they went into the studio with a metal producer. I was right. gonna say, right. that's how you got crossover. Yeah, well, crossover thrash. And yeah. I'm like, this, no, but if Don Fury think, did this, right. it would be a classic. Remember I said as, the other yeah. night, yo, just let Don Fury do your right. shit. And, and then, as weird as that is, you know, however many years later that you're looking for the minimalism production, the, the, it was important for the Pistols record to sound like a huge record. Yep. Because at the time, it needed to sound like that. It did, it, it, if it sounded like shit, it wouldn't have mattered. Yep. It needed to sound big because they were expected to sound like exactly. shit. Exactly. They were expected to fall flat on their face. Yep. And when it didn't, no one knew what to fucking do. Right. This dude's a fucking goon. He's flipping me off. They did they were on a fucking boat. Yeah. When they did that. Yeah. Was, was that the release party, I think? Or no, I th it was the Jubilee. The Jubilee. Yeah, like, now you're stuck. with. I don't want to be stuck with him, and I love him. I don't want to be like, out of his fucking Gordon. They're stuck on the... And so. I mean, if you get into the band thing, I mean, what other band in the history of music has ever been attacked on the street right. for a song they sang? Right. Or I for don't, just being punk. For just being them. Getting razored in the streets of London. Right. I don't. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, it's hard to top that. That's you know? hardcore, right? Regardless of Where you could, walk, you could and walk down the street because of some song you sang, yeah, and or that's because what of some our, gimmick uh, you're doing, you know. Our no-name producer brought up what the what's the difference between hardcore and punk, and is it an attitude or, or is it, <laughs> Mrs. Is it a concept? It's called Mrs. X. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> She's good. She's good. I would. Uh, so is this me now? I, I think yes. you're, you're looking on your left. phone, man. You're doing a phone gimmick. Um, I'm not. You, I'm you not need that's to I feel that you're rude. I got the. <laughs> I got the kids. I, I did it. Sure whoa, whoa. He just did his number one. Yeah. Oh. I gotta make sure it's not kid biz. You know. We gonna need a smoke break. Our smoke break. No. He he's trying. Are you gonna to start being funny at some do, point? Do we need a drum roll? No. Because, no, because my number one is no more important than anyone else's number one. That's what we got to get here. But my number one record ever, 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 punk rock-wise, Ramon's self-titled wow. record. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't... I, it's not my number one, but that's it. I was almost said, as far as flawless records, that's one as well. I want to give that up. I have, I have a lot of reasons now. First off, I believe that it is the record that created punk rock music. Now... If you say MC5 and go back into all that, I'm okay with that. To me, the first band or the first album that people didn't know what the fuck to do with it or how to promote it, and that fucking album cover is still being ripped off. Today. Right. So with that said, before I even get into why the, the product, I just want to name the fucking A side of this record, mm. okay? Not gonna go into the. I'm not even gonna. The first song is Blitzkrieg Bop. Mm -hmm. Second song, Beat on the Brat. Judy is a punk. I want to be your boyfriend. Chainsaw. Now I want to sniff some glue. I don't want to go down to the basement. That's just the A side of the. That is a fucking mixtape in any other fucking situation. Agreed. I agree. I, I got nothing to say with that. Now, 
the production did later work with Phil Spector, where he pulled a gun on Johnny, on Joey. I love all that shit. Joey, they were retards from Queens that didn't know what they were doing. Um, in retrospect, is it really that punky? I don't know. It's kind of just like a surf rock record, I guess. Well, maybe. that's the thing. Like they're they're all old heads who grew up on like doo wop and. That's 60s. what I'm. They're, 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 and that's all they're really playing. The Ramones were Jews things. and Italians who didn't know how to play the shit that they liked. Well, I, they were like, I like Frankie. Avalon, I, I, I like this, but let, they're basically playing bubblegum music real fast. Absolutely, but to me, again, I know there's debate, and I'm not when you write us hate mail at our Twitter and Facebook and all of that. It's fine to me. That's the first record that set the whole shit off. And again, like, is it the record that means the most to me in the world? I will, I will admit that it's not. That's why. I'm it. saying th I'm paying homage to it for what those guys did. Um, as I said to Pablo earlier, I played the Operation Ivy album more than I play the first Ramones record. Sure. And now we're going to get into the honorable mentions. And some of them I played more than the first Ramones record. I'm not saying I never play it. I'll go on my Ramones kick. You know what I mean? Uh, do you have a problem with this as, as my number one pick? Absolutely you, not. Is, I think it's a brilliant record. Uh, it's my favorite Ramones thing. Um, I don't think they... Uh, as much as I like some of the later stuff, I don't think they ever came close to the first record. But it was very New York. It was very it East was, Coast. It was what I pictured New York being in 1975. It sounds like what I picture New York was in that time. You just said what I couldn't. That re that The album cover, yeah. the back. Yeah. The production, the style of the songs, the quickness of the songs. It the sounds dirty. The, all it of that. Sounds... Jackets. Yeah. Pablo, do, any, do you love this record? Do you hate this record? I love the record. I love every song. Uh-huh. I saw them late in their career, City Gardens, and they I still saw them fucking played nonstop every yeah. song for like an hour and a half, yep. no breaks. Yep. Fucking next song, next song, next song, next song. I yeah. saw them very phenomenal. late in their career. I saw Debbie Harry opened up. They headlined. Where was that? Uh, the at the Tower, nineteen eighty eight. Uh, it was uh, um, maybe the year later. The remember when they did the um, the Pet Cemetery song? Uh -huh, uh -huh. So whatever around that, whatever you know, they were trying well, to yeah. make money because. They were in the middle. Soft rock, uh, glam that. rock was popping. And I heard so that Stephen King was a huge fan. Yeah, he's oh, Stephen King has talked about them numerous, numerous, he's numerous a, he's times. He's a metalhead, like, like ACDC, like is his number one band, but he's always been... They did that other John, the ACDC fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That oh, sucked. Yeah, that's... The mo but he, Emilio Estevez was an oily bohunk. He had the hairdo. He had the hairdo. He always has yeah, the hairdo back then. I always pop for the hairdo. Sure. So... Um, I wish so, they killed Lisa Simpson in that movie. Geez. Was she in that, John? No, that's fucking what's it called? But, uh, the fucking Billy Jean, John. Billy Jean. Oh, Lisa Simpson's in the other John on uh, <laughs> Creep, not Creeps, Twilight Zone. Remember? <laughs> no, that's fucking Bart. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, Good look. Call. Good call. We have. Uh, I, I have a lot of honorable mentions. I don't know if you do. Gavin's shooting. He has nothing written down. Everything's off his head. I'm not going to front like I did. And I wrote some shit down. I don't know if Pablo wrote some shit I'll down. I'll shoot all over Jeff's fucking face. Or I'll shoot. Uh, 
Fuck, man. Three. <laughs> to three tops. One five. Yeah, one five. Honorable mentions could go on for days, so we need That's, to cap yeah, it. What do you mean? We why? Why? This is because you're gonna bore the shit out of people. Let's let's bore the shit out of who? The people. Us? The people. Can we start off the, the people? The people. What is that? With, with That's good. People that people. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because Gavin and I had this conversation with the people. The people watching the show. Yeah. What is that? Strictly in New York hardcore. Okay. The better. The better We're breaking album. it down like that. Okay. The better album. Victim in Pain, Age of Quarrel. Age of Quarrel oh. demo? Age of Quarrel album, Victim, Victim in Pain. Pain album. Victim in Pain. All day. Victim in Pain. What's your boy say? Now, if you give me the demo nah, versions of Age nah. of Quarrel, yeah, hey, I'm just telling you, <laughs> this my shit, motherfucker. I'm going to say my shit. I don't John know. John Joseph, what's up, B? I love you. Uh, uh, Roger, my brother. Today I'm going with Victim in Pain. Ah, uh, okay. Um, tomorrow might be different. Yeah, because before I then, love you know, that. See, that's how that's good they are, though. If we're even debating, uh, I you know love I mean? that see, fucking H of Quarrel record. I, I do fucking too. love it. And but Victim to, in Pain, I me, fucking love. Victim in Pain, December fourth. And by the way, lyrically, they're, they're, they're both rap man. records. Pretty much. They're yeah. both they're both Pretty gangster much. rap records. It's street shit. New York did, didn't yo, fucking yo, separate. Yo, L.E.S. in the '80s, dog, yeah. with no, no joke. fucking joke. No joke. Yo, rabies talk like a straight rapper. B. They would start songs like, "Yo, son, where's rabies at, kid? Where the war zone women?" That's how they spoke, man. Because yeah. motherfuckers is all together, goon yep. shit. Yep. All right. So, like you said, you want to continue on with your, which we're talking about uh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I, somebody, one of us has to throw sheer terror in there. Right? I'll say sheer terror every fucking All note they ever played. Everything. Okay. Now, can I, this goes back to our uh, unnamed producer talking about what is hardcore, what is punk rock, because. Sheer Terror might make my top three in hardcore albums. When Sheer I go, Terror to me is an entity in and of itself. Uh, There's only a few bands like that ever where they're like, yo, they're not. They're, I honestly, I'm gonna keep it 100 whether you like them today or before. Sick of it all is, is its own entity to sure. me. They don't sound Total. like typical. I'm sorry. If they're on the New York hardcore compilations, you're hardcore. When Nausea was on the New York so hardcore. So was Orin Bay Showerheads, hardcore. I like some Nausea stuff. I love. I saw nausea, uh, and there was nine people there at revival, and I didn't. I didn't know what was going on, but I just went because it was a matinee. Did I go with you? That no, it was Dolo. But nausea's dope. That yeah. one record, the yeah, official record, the, yeah, yeah. the black and white gimmick. Yeah, that yeah, record's yeah, yeah. dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but what I'm saying is, should Sheer Terror, well, like y'all y'all said, be well, saved for I our I, hardcore I, edition? Because Paulie, Paulie is a fucking straight punk rock dude all day. He ain't even using that, the yep. word hardcore. Yep. Yep. But what he produced, what to me, the appeal, even before the sound and the sheer heaviness of it. Is every fucking word Paulie writes is fucking brilliant. Paulie's brain is punk rock. I don't know that his band is. He is the king of writing lonely man's music. Oh, his shit is depressing, except <laughs> it's so heavy people forget. You you miss it. You might miss the lyrics in in the stomp and the fucking and the down tuning and everything and even in his voice. But if you stop and listen 
to the, I mean. No, no, I think, she, I, I honestly, know, I, think Paul, I think Paul's a genius. Absolutely. He's a friend of all of ours. I love him, Paulie. We love you. But Absolutely. So, Pab, you, Pablo, you got any, uh, who do you want to add on to this in terms just of. Just from sheer. Who did we leave out? So just on sheer first album I was ever given to. This is this is what punk rock is, Pablo. Okay. Exploited live on stage. Okay. No Fuck problem it. with exploited. Don't know about that album. Let's start a walk. Said Maggie one day. I'm good with the exploited. You I'm good? Half and half on the exploited. As a band or for this list. Uh, or both. Bo both actually. As Gavin, a band, I, I I like five songs. This is a personal, so this is straight up. No, no, for this is why we do yeah. what we're it's, doing. It, not a criticism. I understand because the later you it do. gets and the crankier he gets, the more entertaining this yeah. is going to get. <laughs> I'll no sell that. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I have no problem with it, but it, they just never. Uh, I mean, me me and Sicko just saw them. Like whenever that was. Yeah, but Waddy's and like four hundred nine. You can't no, 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 not not because of that. They were actually better than I thought they were going to be. Um, I'm just not. And he was he was very nice, you know, to sicko with his book and all that. And I just they never really appealed to me other than maybe five songs for whatever reason. Pablo, I, I, hey. I, I have no criticism like I said, I mean, of I it, and I can't. Back and I can't forth. sit here and the say fucking uh, horror was the horror John was that yeah. one? Horror epics. Horror epics is bad. I probably like. That's a weird I mean, the dude had I, pro I, 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 like I mean, I probably like 10, 15 exploded. That's songs. what I'm saying. But like, it's cool that you. It's cool yeah, that you. I love that. I agree. For me, um, again, this comes back to our unnamed producer telling us hardcore and punk Mrs. rock. X. To me. Everything Minor Threat did was brilliant. That was, oh, all, that was my next one. Um, I agree. Again, when we have our top three hardcore albums, that could be put in that too. Yeah. I don't know what Ian thinks. I know yeah. Ian thinks himself as a punk rocker. I know he's a super left-wing liberal guy. If, so I don't know. If, if I had done a three, if I had done a list, I'd have had to put the first... My, the, the two seven inches put on a twelve inch. Agree. But what I'm saying on. to you, sicko, is if you told me they were punk rock, I'm with you. And if you told me they were hardcore, I'm with you. So yeah, that it, the reason it blurs the line. The line was blurred. I was thinking, I was in a different zone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to me, everything Minor Threat did was brilliant. Uh, I'm still a fan. I'm a Fugazi fan. I'm a fan of Egg Hunt. I'm a fan of everything that guy does. So is Jeff. So is OG. You love Fugazi. Well, he likes the evens. You like the evens? I like uh, Minor Threat quite a bit. I don't give a fuck about Egg Hunt. I never <laughs> did. I do like that one song he did with that ministry dude. Al Jurgensen, that shit was great. Uh, I like that one song. Tell us how you love Fugazi. Uh, how they're your favorite John. band. Yeah, yeah. No, but I wanted I to like, talk about uh, how much he loves Fugazi. Fugazi didn't. I think we. I feel like we saw their second show or some shit. Whatever. Well, we were Drexel. Yeah. What, does that would mean you got mashed against the stage, B? No, that was the third. That well, was the indoor John. That was the, the um, Anderson Hall at McAllister Hall. Whatever. Yeah, Drexel, that was later. That's online now. That's when you and I almost got killed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was a Drexel one before yeah, that in, in the parking, parking garage. Right, 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 right. Got thrown down the steps. Well, we're getting yeah. a bit off base. Did you give yours? Go ahead. Who's left out? Oh, honorable mentions. Um, I think we covered everything. The germs that that comp that has everything that they ever did on it with the 
with the circle gimmick. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that. everything I left off mine, you guys covered. Yeah, so I, right. Like, it's I, a little to weird. me, victim in pain, but we'll right. talk about that later. I would have Black, the first circle jerks record. Is. I hate the circle jerks. Love I will continue jerks. to hate the circle jerks. I don't get it. Someone's got to explain it to me. Whoever says something to me online that's slick, I'll punch you in the face. But what I'm saying is, I don't get that line of punk. I just, I don't get anyone from out there, man. I don't. Uh, I never I never clicked with that. It's I don't know. It's soft. It's soft to me. The adolescence record I like a lot. Mm, that's a good one. Uh this is just off the top of my head. The I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, record, I'm gonna say someone that 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 the four Gavin's gonna know so and who, who to me made three, maybe four, definitely three brilliant records. Bad Religion. No, not for nah. me. One. Uh, I love Suffer. Suffer I love a lot. Generator. They made good records. They wore out for me. They don't hold up those records. I don't. Feel right like now, so if we put it on, you're not gonna like the record. It doesn't hold up for me. It okay, that's fair. Gaming. That's fair. Anything uh, Descendants are all. I'm in two hundred percent. I'm good with that too. Yeah, you love um, that shit. Love them, fucking yeah, yeah. There's something we need to cover because th this this is a show unto itself. Please, but, but it's got to be mentioned because they're very important in the historical sense. The Misfits. Well, to me. I'm the biggest misfits mark in the room. Gavin no sells them. You guys, I don't know how you feel. To me, I mark out hard for them. To me, the misfits, every literally that box set. I love every song. My brother, who's an OG metalhead, loves that band. When I put him up on him, the only thing he complained about was production, and I explained to him that the terrible production is yeah. why they're so good. Yeah. Again, back with the production. Yeah, Gavin. I like tell, the, I, I, if I'm if I'm being hard pressed. I like a lot of their stuff. Um, I, I it's hard for me to get over what Danzig became. Right, exactly. Um, if I can interject, it, though, having a lot of people that we love become something that we hate. I feel like he's in a whole different league. <laughs> a, a whole different. Level I mean, but so all right, let's say he comes to Philly, and we beat the dog shit down his leg. Does that change those records in 79? No, nah, not at all. That's what I meant. Like, they just, for whatever reason, they don't quite appeal to me the way they did maybe 20 years ago. I don't think they hold up I, as much. See, I, like do, but I do, but I do, but I do. But I'll I tell you this. I love that live record, that evil live record. That shit's fucking all right. I mean, they, they were... Get out of the hospital in time. I like that shit. That's got some... I, I mean, they were, they were official like, pistol uh, in that day, man. They were doing... Some other shit. Like, uh, they, they, they were good, man. I like Cough Cool. Brilliant. With the organs. Yeah. That whole, that whole shit was on point, man. I don't like Walk Among Us so much. Man. That, that, to me, is a top three record. Like, I would have to put that... I'll probably never listen to it again in my lifetime, but I, that, that, for me, is a game changer. That's, that's a... Change the whole world. Round of applause, everyone. First show. I think it came off swimmingly. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our first show. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm with the OG, Gavin. Yo, yo. Pablo's in the building. Sicko, thank you every for everything you've done. Cousin Frank in the building. Um, I think the next... Uh, is is give is our next gimmick top three gangster rap records? Yeah, I think so. They have to be gangster rap, or they rap. What the fuck uh, is he talking yeah. about, man? 
Isn't there a difference? That's what I'm asking. Gangster rap, man. Like hard body goon shit. No top rap records. No Jay Dilla records. We get out of here, man. He's a... I don't even know. I didn't know it was gangster. I mean, I changed my whole list. didn't know. How many times did we say it before? Now I changed my whole list. 47. He's got to rewrite it on the list. Ladies and gentlemen. Gangster or gangster? Oh, my God. It's Broad know. Street Breakdown has been like brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo, CrescentStreetTattoo.com, JMTHipTop.com. Hip-Top. Hip-Top. Fuck off, Scott the Engineer. <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, uh, Gavin, do you have them in your head or you have to think about this? Because I know what my the greatest three gangster rap records are and none of them so we're gonna well, the, the the attempt is to teach these fucking jadrus the real shit because it's not gonna be nwa it's not gonna i mean it might be but for me it's not do yeah. you have them in your head or you gotta think i have two two you have two three, pablo yeah. i got two but you already thought it's gonna be top rap records i, I, I know i know hip-hop i got it <laughs> the third yo, 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 frank what's he what's his problem <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> That's a whole other show in and of itself. Sicko, do you have your, your tops? I definitely got one, and I got one maybe. Um, one I got to think about. Unknown producer, yes or no? Do you have yours? Just shake your head. She, she's got two. So unknown producer, she's like the unknown comic. Put She'll be here head. every week. Yeah, the bag over <laughs> the brown bag. That's a nine. She'll be nine. here every week. But well she's done. Not, it only you, took you fucking four hours to get a nine. It's a pretty girl, but we can't tell you who she is. She'll do the beekeeper, John. Like, yeah, like, the beekeeper like the gimmick. When we show. take pictures, she'll put on the gimmick. With all of that said, uh, it's been an honor doing this with you gentlemen, man. I actually really had fun for the first time in a long time. Yeah, man. I mean, it might be, it might sound like a shit show because we're just starting to do it, but I think it'll, I think it went pretty well considering. I feel that we had very little agenda. Yeah, everybody, coming into uh, this. We, we didn't, we didn't do a run through. No. no real planning. There was no anything. Scott Stallone, thank you so much. He was here the whole time, man. This is, this Scott is a uh, gimmick. Uh, this is a little peek into the 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 life of me and Vinny's texts twenty four hours a day. <laughs> four four a.m. And we decided at some point that it might be entertaining to two other people out 4 there. Four a.m. discussing gangster nip records. <laughs> That's how it goes. So with all of that said, this is Broad Street Breakdown. Yo, thank you to my partner in crime, OG Gavin. Yo yo, Pablo, my brother, Sicko, Mrs. X. Cousin Frank is in the building, and we will talk to you all next time. And if you want to hit us up, we will eventually set up the social media gimmicks. But for now, it's at Vinny underscore Paz, Boxcutter Pazzy on Instagram, uh, Facebook.com slash Vinny Paz, Facebook.com slash Jedi Mindtricks. If you have any ideas, any ideas for future shows? Questions. Questions, which I would like be good. Questions. Yeah, that would uh, be, we would like, we'd like to, do to do a whole, whole show, show on questions. questions. It could be wrestling. I got be... all the answers, pal. <laughs> you do. It could, <laughs> we have all, answer key. No, we do have all the answers. It could be punk rock. It could be hip hop. It could be wrestling. Could be it could love. Be, could be life, love. Life. Life. Uh, shit. Life. Like, you have a problem with your girl? And, we'll tell you what to oh, do. I'll tell you. Dating. It might get you fucked up, but we'll tell you. Yes. Guns. Weapons. Uh, drug sales, yeah. 
hit us up on at Vinny underscore Paz. Like I said, Facebook. Children's television shows. Children's television really shows. Well. Get at us. We appreciate you. Reality prison shows. Wow. Oh, Fucking behind hell, bars gimmick. Yeah. Behind bars that I told you about, right? Uh, dog training. So, <laughs> dog training. <laughs> Thank you for listening two. to Broad Street Breakdown. We love you all. Thank you so much. Round of applause for everybody. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. All right. Peace. Peace.